Welcome to the Single Well Podcast. My name is Dr. Mila and I am a family doctor turned wellness transformation coach. I created the Single Well for Christian single women and moms who want to learn how to simply incorporate wellness practices into their daily lives. After having a baby, getting divorced, and years of struggling with weight gain and declining health, I went searching for a natural weight loss solution. But instead, I discovered that true health was found in leveraging my spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, and relational wellness. Listen in to gain the tools and mindset to start developing your own unique wellness strategy. Let's do this. Please note, the information shared on the Single Well Podcast is meant for informational purposes only and is not meant to replace the advice of your personal physician or healthcare practitioner. Please consult your personal medical professional before embarking on or implementing anything discussed on the podcast. Hey there, I'm back in my home studio. This probably sounds a lot better than my AirPods, but welcome back to Single Well Podcast. Um, This episode is one of the last for the year 2021. This year has been an absolute whirlwind. Um, I will recap the year we've had in the next episode, but I wanted to kind of start a new conversation regarding the challenge I'm going to be doing, which is called growth without gain. Um, And the idea behind that I talked about a little bit on the last episode, but now I have more detail. And I really want to talk about the steps that we need to make to effect change in our lives. And so um, the idea behind this came initially because I wanted to have a discussion with you about making those changes. You know, I talk to people all the time about health and wellness and especially weight loss. And it's just interesting how we all have been on this roller coaster. We've all tried to lose weight several times, maybe lost weight and gained it back. We've tried multiple different programs. And this is the norm. You know, this is the norm for most people. Men, women, everyone has that's had any issue with weight has had that that type of story. I've met very few people who have only tried one diet or no diet or, you know, no major changes in the past. And so it brings to mind the idea that You know, we all want change. Most of us want to change in some tangible way, but we're having trouble doing that. And so I wanted to kind of talk about those steps towards change um, because it is um, it is very frustrating for a lot of people. And I've been there and I can relate because I have been there wanting to lose weight and just not quite knowing what to do. And I always talk about how I was really active. The first thing we talk about is diet and exercise. And I was really active, um, you know, running a half marathon, running slash walking a half marathon, but completing it nonetheless, and also riding a a bike 50 miles in a, a cycling event, you know, being able to do those things, you know, and still being at my heaviest weight 
weight um, just kind of confirmed for me that exercise wasn't the answer, even though it has a lot of benefits and it can help with weight maintenance. It was not the answer to officially getting the weight off and keeping it off. And so I really wanted to, as we head into 2022, as we head into this this challenge that I am initiating um, in, in early 2022, I just wanted to talk about those steps and kind of how we can get our minds in that place. And so to me, the first step is that desire for change, wanting to change, wanting to make an intentional change in your life to um, lose weight and lose weight for the last time. And I think that, you know, that is something that is um, behind a lot of weight stigma. If you think about it, a lot of us want to lose weight because we have been shamed in some way or we feel some type of way about the way that we look. We feel like our body's not where it should be. There's certain little problem areas that you see in the mirror that you're not happy with. And the thing that that really bothers me about that for me is that that is not what God intended for the temple that he put us in. Not in the sense that it's, you know, having issues and you're having trouble getting weight off, but because no matter how we look, he loves us. He's always loved us. And so when we start to look at our body in this very objective way of thinking like, you know, oh, my body is not what it should be. This is not how I want my body to look. And not even thinking about health, but just thinking about the appearance of things. It's really sad to me because I've been there and it's hard to look past and you just feel uncomfortable and I know for me, there was also an accompanying feeling of just being uncomfortable in my clothes, being uncomfortable in, you know, stores and store mirrors. I always call them fun house mirrors because you would get in these dressing rooms and you would have this idea of what you looked like in your clothes. And, you know, we all know that once you have your clothes in your closet and you wear them for a while, they just kind of conform to you. You know, they start to fit you the way that you expect them to. So when you try on new clothes, there's like this reawakening of like, wow, like I can't fit this size or my body looks this certain way in this outfit. And I didn't expect that. And it can be a very hard thing. You know, we laugh about it, but it can be a very tough situation. I remember being there and feeling just kind of ashamed of my body, not wanting to be in pictures, not wanting to be around people that were smaller, thinner than me, because I felt like I had just gained so much weight. And it's the idea is where does that come from? You know, because it's not for lack of a desire. You have the desire, you want to change for various reasons. But I think more deeply, it's the why behind that desire. You know, you want to change. You want your body to be smaller, but why? Is it to appeal to someone else? Is it to appease someone else? Is it to um, fit in a certain outfit? Is it to attend an event? Is it to, um, you know, be able to uh, fit some standard for insurance? Is it, you know, I mean, there's so many things to think about when it comes to that particular thing um, that it just bugs me. I think about it a lot um, because there's so much weight stigma in the world. There's so much um, comment, so many comments based on the size of someone where we look at someone and we see them and we we feel in our mind that they appear to be overweight or they appear to have obesity. And we make a bunch of assumptions from that. We assume that they do not want to change. We assume that they eat a lot. We assume that they don't exercise. We assume that they are not active, that they're they're lazy even. And that is not the right approach to take because it's almost always the case that they have tried everything that you know, they've just not been successful, that they have maybe given up because there's been so many snafus and just things that didn't work. Um, a lot of people have been 
they had nasty things said to them. Um, I know that I've had that, you know, people just assume certain things. Um, and it, it goes both ways. You know, people that see me now, you know, even though I'm not not nearly skinny, I'm not, I don't think I'll ever be skinny, but just, you know, where I'm sm- a lot smaller than I was maybe a few years ago. And people that know me now and know me at this size just really don't understand what I went through before and what I've gone through to get here and how these last five years or so have been a journey and continue. it's a journey that won't end um, where I have to really think about um, you know, what I'm putting in my body. And now my why is different. Um, I don't think so much about um, wanting to lose weight. You know, that's still something I I strive for in a way um, and not in a bad way, but just having goals and just monitoring myself and things like that. But, the, you know, my, my real why is to be an able-bodied um, older person, to be in my 70s and able to run around with my grandkids, not just sit and watch them play, but run around with them and really be able to do that and not be sickly and not be in a nursing home and not have major medical issues. Um, in case you didn't know, that's not the norm. We're not supposed to be sick. We're not supposed to have all these issues. And it's not so much that I'm just seeing it in, um, you know, uh, the elderly. It's it's become a thing where, you know, people my age have a lot of medical issues, chronic medical issues. And I'm 44 now. So, you know, I feel, of course, we all feel we're young when we get start to get older. At, at one point, I thought 44 was old, I'm sure. <laughs> but we really have to think about you know, what this means to us and to make that, to have that desire for change is to really sit there and know exactly why you're doing it. And it can't be based on a number. It cannot be based on a number on the scale. It really can't be based on a lab number. It can't be based on a blood pressure number. Like it just can't, because those things we really don't have control over. There's ways we can improve those. So don't get me wrong. You can improve those for sure by changing your lifestyle. But if you set a goal saying, I want my blood pressure to be 120 over 80. And let's say you are working towards that and your blood pressure is now 135 over 85. And, and your doctor may tell you, hey, you know, I just don't not comfortable taking you off your medicine yet. You know, you're, it's better, you know, but it's just not quite there. If you have all of your hopes hung on that one thing, then that's going to discourage you. You know, it's human nature to just be like, well, I did all this and it's like, I'm still taking this medicine. So I guess it didn't work. I'm just going to do what I was doing before. And I think we just have to have a why that is so much deeper than those superficial things. And I know it's hard to hear that they're superficial because there's so many deep cuts, deep injuries we have about our weight and people have done, have said about our weight. And I know for me, especially, you know, with us, you know, as singles, you know, that's something that comes up often in the dating world. You know, somebody prefers a somebody of a certain size or of a certain weight, you know, and I got to thinking about that. And I was like, you know, that is something that it is okay for people to have preferences. It's okay for people to want a certain aesthetic. When they look at someone, that's their type. That's the type of person, the type of a look they want their person to have. And I get that. And nobody should take that away. But I challenge that in that is what is under 
that? What is underneath that need? Why do you want a person that looks like that? Like, what is that? And what does that mean to you? Because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I feel like size is that too. There's certain people that or certain sizes that we kind of in our mind have decided that that is considered overweight or not. But really, there's like these very arbitrary numbers that we can use for that determination. But it's like, well, Technically, people that have, there's a lot of people that have really nice bodies and are still considered, quote unquote, clinically overweight or clinically obese, where they have these um, measurements that fit the category of obesity. And so it's just this very like fluid thing that happens where there's just this idea that if you are um, a certain size, that there's some, I, I feel like there's a judgment that happens there, that there's a... Um, character assassination that happens there where if somebody's saying they just don't like the way that looks, I get that. But it's like, what's really underlying that? You know, is it just that you just really don't like the way that looks and that's it? Or is it that you're judging that person and deciding that they don't care about themselves or that they're not trying, they're not trying to improve their health? Because I would beg to differ, you know, the majority of us that have struggled with weight have tried a whole lot of things. And so um, I think I just got on a little bit of a soapbox about that. But it is very important and and vital to the idea of that desire to change. Um, What I will say next is that, you know, with that desire um, comes some growth. Um, I think that I did grow in that desire when I first pursued weight loss. I was pursuing it for the cosmetic, for cosmetic reasons. Um, when my body, I'm very short. If you don't know me in, per, in person, you've never met me for real. I'm five foot one, five foot one and a half on a good day. <laughs> so, you know, I can't really carry a lot of weight. Um, but I'm also very muscular. So there's kind of this balance that has to happen. And when I get above a certain weight, when I get to a certain point with my weight, I tend to feel uncomfortable. And when I say uncomfortable, it's more of like I'm uncomfortable in my clothes. It's like no matter what size I buy, they're just tight and they don't fit right. And, you know, your jeans are just tight around your belly. And there's just these different things that just don't feel good. And it wasn't really a visual thing. It was more of that feeling of just, ugh. Like I know I am way past where I should be. And the last time I lost the weight, the last time I, you know, had to lose a significant amount of weight, which was four and a half years ago, I um, just was like very uncomfortable, you know, and I mentioned that earlier, going in front of mirrors and just feeling funny, not wanting to take pictures, like all of those things, thinking I was smaller than I was and just really wondering, man, is this why? Is this why I'm single? Is this why, you know, you think all these crazy things. Um, because you're just so used to society and how they look at it. Um, but I knew, you know, that for me, that was too much weight. And so once I started to get the weight off, yeah, it felt good. It felt good. But it, with this time, it was different in the sense that I truly felt well. And I was seeing those changes in my blood work and in my blood pressure and all of that. Whereas before, when I lost weight, there really wasn't a change there. It was like everything was still the same. And that was considered a victory. Um, that was considered something that was good. So, you know, I always thought it was, you know, I go and get my biometrics done and everything was great. And so I'm like, Oh, nothing changed. But now I know that there were things about that, that could have been better. Um, you know, I'm finding now that, um, there's certain cholesterol levels that, 
are typically in good range if you have um, African ancestry or if you're an African-American. There's just all of these things I've learned just from this lifestyle, of course. Um, But it, it just really, I really understand it in a whole new way. And so now my desire is for that longevity and for things that I probably can never really say, oh, now I've gotten this, now I can settle down, you know. Um, I'm just going to have to continue to pursue this and I love pursuing it. And that's, what's different as well. Um, before it was like, oh, well, you know, I want to lose weight and I'm going to have to diet. I'm going to have to not eat these things ever for me to keep this weight off. And that was something that I set out to do this last time. I was like, I want to do this naturally. And what I mean by naturally is where I'm eating whole, nutritious, delicious foods, but also where I am actually able to eat freely and I'm not feeling restricted. And that was what I achieved. I was able to do that. I was able to figure out fasting and figure out a natural rhythm of fasting. I was able to figure out how to eat certain foods and what foods should I should eat when and how to um, incorporate things that I loved and not um, feel like I was just going to gain all the weight back and to have my body settle into my new weight and in my new weights as, as the years have gone on and and be able to maintain that. I mean, for most of the last five years, I've maintained that weight. And anytime it's gone up, I've been able to get it right back off. And it's never gone up to where it was when I started. That's never happened before. So being at this place is really great. And I think the desire, the initial desire has shifted. I've grown in that desire. And I feel like uh, my why is so much bigger. And so when I talk about the growth without gain challenge, I want you to be thinking about, um, you know, when this episode airs, it'll you'll still have about two to three weeks to decide if you want to be part of the challenge. And I want you to think of it as a kickstart, as something that is the start of a lifestyle, not a diet, not a quick fix, but the start of a lifestyle. I want to teach you some new habits. I want you to start looking at your day differently. Yes, there will be a sample meal plan. There will be a grocery list. There will be a workout plan, you know, all of the typical things. But I want you to start really looking at your day differently, looking at those 24 hours and saying, I can take an hour out of this 24 to pour into me you know, to do things for me. And that will include affirmations that will include your workout that will include time to yourself that will include, um, you know, listening to music and just different things that we can do to nourish and nurture ourselves in that space. And so I'm super excited to bring you this challenge. I will be gradually rolling out more details as time goes on. But if you're interested, reach out to me. I am on all of the social media platforms. Um, Let me know um, if you're interested in this challenge. I think it's going to be a great time. I think we're going to learn a lot. We're going to be doing a live every week um, to kind of help out with that. And there's still some details that I'm ironing out. So there'll be more to that as well. Um, But just be looking forward to that. Um, The start date will be the week of January 10th. So, you know, after the new year and things have kind of settled down when we're starting, you know, we're kind of getting into the meat of the year. That's the perfect time to be starting a new routine and something that you plan on doing long term. The goal here is not to do something for a few days or a week or even the three weeks and just stop doing it. The goal goal is to build momentum with your habits. As always, take care of you. This has been the Single Well Podcast. For more information on what you just heard, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram at The Single Well, or you can email us at thesinglewell at gmail.com.